everyone, this is Scott Guider, the voice of Horror Radio. My guest tonight is filmmaker Michael Colburn. Michael, how are you? Um, great. Thank you so much for having me on, dude. Appreciate nope. it. No problem at all. I'm doing my uh, Herzog Texas Invasion Tour. You are stop number three. So here we go. And San Antonio. Hey, there you go. San Antonio. Are you a Spurs fan? No, I'm not. I'm originally from Houston, so it's all about the markets. All about the But don't tell anybody over here that, because then I'll get beat up and shit. <laughs> you might get beat up in Houston, <laughs> now you're talking about. <laughs> well, you have a... <laughs> here we go. Anyways, you have a film that I've seen for some time, and uh, I interviewed somebody that mentioned it. And lo and behold, you contacted me on Facebook about doing an interview. Thank you, by the way. And the film is The Toy Box. Now, there's been some time in between. So you want to give this was an idea about the film and what is going on and uh, so forth? Sure. I uh, want to thank you for, for giving me the interview. I do appreciate it. I, uh, I'm, I'm real, you know, small time, so I... I for me to get to get up on your show, you know, out, out on the East Coast out here, it's it's definitely a plus. I um, I spent <clears throat> we started we you know the toy box we started up uh, pre production early towards the the lot of product online, and uh, we went into production on it about April of 2010, wrapped a little bit after in 2011. And then we took a little bit of a hiatus. Uh, you know, it, it, it's, it was, it was a full filming for a year. Uh, the movie's based, it is based on somewhat of a true, true story, uh, about David Parkeray. Um, he was a sadistic serial killer out of Truth or Consequences in Mexico. Hmm. Not to say that he didn't travel into Texas because there are some aspects where he did. Um, we did get a little bit more of a, we do get a little bit of a fictitious aspect into the film just because, <clears throat> you know, we can't afford to just fly over to, uh, to the consequences for, you know, six months and shoot it out. But as far as for, for the basis of the film, it, it does have a lot of, uh, it's, it's very graphic, uh, in some nature. Although what we did with the film of the respect towards the victims, uh, we are probably only one backside nudity shot in the whole film. Everybody else is pretty much covered up. We got some really good uh, endorsements for the films. And um, it's 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 tremendously great. I mean, I had a lot of great people uh, involved with it from uh, Shannon Lark, Bianca Barnett, uh, Donnie Boas, uh, Jennifer Peebles, Dana Walsh, uh, Jeremy Norton, Scott Guthrie, Jessica Flores, I mean, really top-notch uh, players in the film to, to really portray these characters that were really, really just, they're, they're vile people. But uh, I think we did it with a little bit more class, a little bit more respect, 
and um, we suddenly we, we hooked up with an organization out of Houston that we found called Parents of Murdered Children, and we definitely got the support from them. We did two or three fundraisers for them, um, all the T-shirts that we have, which um, I need to throw a shout-out to Joe Garcia from uh, FastCustomTees.com. He, uh, that guy is all, all the shirts. They sell for 10 bucks. You know, they get a profit off that. We we didn't do it. It wasn't about the money. Right. It was about it was about putting something out there that was that was you know that's quality, that's horror, uh, definitely a faster mainstream to get some distribution with, and uh, you know get get the name out there that you know there's there's people that are serious in Texas that are that are really good filmmakers. You have Chuck Martha, Wayne Slayton, Malhouse. I mean. These are some of the top-notch guys that are really doing some really good films. Um, although, you know, Chuck Norfolk is he's, he's hilarious, and his films showcase that. He's just he's the John Hughes that I like to call him of, of the, what the Houston film industry is. Right. So, but that's that's about it. I mean, that's that's really that's that's kind of what what I've got rolling with that. I think a lot of people didn't get to know what was kind of happening with me when I pulled back off. And uh, we, you know, I, I needed downtime. It was a, it was a long shoot, and when you get a long shoot that's over, you know, a year, you get different mixed emotions. You get different people that are, you know, like, damn, you know, we've been on this a year, and it's, it was, it was a workout, you know. Right. I got a job, you know. I'm like everybody else. I work at eight to five, and you know, family's first. That's right. So. Yeah, I mean, that's you're right because. There's a lot of cases where I come across where, you know, I it, it's hard to schedule interviews because I never know what I'm getting done. That's the kind of job that I have. And I know a couple times that I had to cancel, and they get all pissy. I said, you know, it's like, well, you know, I have to work for a living. You know, I'm not getting paid to interview you. I mean, I get paid by doing my job. But people have to understand that this is not Hollywood. This is independent. So... You know, I, that's just a fact of life. You know, you hey, the object of, the, of of a filmmaker is to start a film and get it finished. And there isn't no set amount of time of when to get the film done, just as long as it gets done. If you want to get it done, I mean, it's of course it's up to and it, it is. You know, and it, and it is. I mean, my, I was talking with Molly Vernon the other day, who who is one of the assistant directors on the film, uh, and she, you know, she's done she's done a lot of the bigger sets. And she was just like so glad to see that you're back and that you're finishing this up. And I, uh, I really, there's, there's a lot, a lot of surprises that are fixing to come up around the corner. Um, I'm just really grateful that I have the opportunity to finish it, get the name back out there, so we can finish this up and 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 then move on to bigger and, and better, better things. Right. You know, think about this for a minute. You have a piece of steak. And you always want it sautéed, right? So that the longer it sits, the better it tastes. Correct? Correct. The longer, Correct. when you start a movie, the longer it takes to get finished, the more savory flavor, and the more you know, the better it is. That's how you look Absolutely. at it, people. Movie steaks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, now I'm hungry. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, you know, it's it's. Um, I've been doing some. I watched that clip that you sent me. Very cool looking. 
has a nice, nice, uh, in my opinion, it has a borderline of a late 80s look. And some of the scenes that I've seen, it, and I really dug that. So, kind of anxious to see the, the final product, you know? Yep, the, the trailer, uh, Jason swore, uh, it's, it stopped their early films for Apollo Entertainment and El Suaro Cinema. And Jason Swore was the one that actually edited and got that all cut together for me. It went from really, really good. Um, I was very pleased with just a lot of the shots. Uh, Chris Warren actually did a lot of the dolly shots where you can kind of see on the inside the courtroom. I mean, we had some really talented people that I was like, wow, you know, I'm getting to work with these guys that are doing, that are getting distribution and that are definitely like, hey, you know, we're interested in what you're doing. And I think, you know, all of them are, I'm, I'm hoping are still like, hey, you know, good, at least this is going to get finished. And it's another plus out there, you know, on the market. Right. Um, but I do have a few things that, that I'm working with right now that are uh, in production that are, are going to be happening. Like, for one, I've got, uh, there's going to be a, a pre-monologue that goes into the beginning of the film. I'm actually working with uh, a company up on Facebook called Creeping Beauty. And I'm actually working with an actress named Vanessa Gomez that's, that's helping me put this together. Uh, the Creeping Beauty is absolutely phenomenal. Their makeup work, it's, it stands up there. It looks pretty kick-ass. Cool. And uh, I definitely, you know, Vanessa's a really talented, she's new, um, so it's really easy to see. She takes direction. She's, she, she gets the picture, and she's got it. She's, I'm like, this is freaking awesome. So we're doing kind of this thing called Noir, which is going to be kind of Alfred Hitchcock-y. Black and white, completely uh, the preempt to speech before the toy box. Um, just to kind of give people a little idea of what to expect, what's going to happen. And I think it'll be it'll be that quirky little video that you see, you know, the way Hitchcock used to do. And I think it'll be, it'll be, it'll definitely be different. Right. And, uh, so with that, with that being said, uh, I definitely, I'm, I'm trying to kick ass and take names with all those. Plus we're shooting a new music video here in the next month, uh, which is going to be for the title track for, uh, the toy box, which is going to be, uh, Ain't Got No Halo, which was wrote by Ronnie Kinsley of the Hectic. They're big. I like Houston, I like the buzz and stuff like that. Cool. And uh, we're getting ready. We're getting ready to kick some shit, dude. It's gonna happen. Good. I can't wait. I mean, it, it, I can imagine, um, like anything else. You know, there's things that I do. Like, you know, for a while there, I was knocking out like maybe 20 interviews a week at one time, knocking out like um, seven interviews a week, and after a while you get burned out it's not saying yep. it's not saying that you don't like anymore you just have to walk away and just take a break and it you know it it's a matter of how long is another story but i can imagine you know being that i'm in the industry now and i can imagine you know all the responsibilities of getting this shot getting this shot making sure this person shows up make sure you get a hold of this person and then this and it can really take a toll on you. And I can imagine what it's like to have to take a break and say, okay, look, I have a job to do. I have to go back to work. We'll get this done. Just be patient because the longer – you'd be surprised how many ideas that you can get, Michael, 
from waiting for a year, however, that it might not be as good as it is later than it is if you, if you would have done it sooner. Do you know what I mean? You got more time to salivate it, to think, take your time, don't rush things, because it only, it could only get better if you hold off a little bit, not rush. And that's what we wanted to do. I mean, we we had already, I'd already, when we were rapping, I was like, um, I I've got to take a little time off because I wanted to go back into it with with a little bit fresher eyes. Right. Um, there was so much that happened within that year, and then it was like, you know, I was working Monday through Friday, and I was eight to five. Sometimes I didn't get up till six or seven. Then Friday, get off, you know, five o'clock, go home, change get all my shit loaded up and then drive out an hour and a half out to Livingston and then shoot, you know, start shooting Friday night, Saturday and then, you know, try to continue up on some stuff for Sunday and then drive back and then go work another full week. You do that for about a year and I guarantee you it's a burnout. It's a complete burnout. Oh, yeah. It's, it's not that I didn't love it because I did every bit of it and I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade the experience for anything. But as far as for the amount of, of work that went into it, I mean, Christy Bowl, who was our, our makeup effects artist extraordinaire on the set for, for aging uh, this guy that was like 32 years old and getting him up into his late 50s and 60s, she was, you know, she had a job, she worked, she was out there with us the majority of the weekends um, and just did a phenomenal job and, you know, get into August and you've got, you know, 104 degree temperatures, we were working, the trailer had no electricity that we were shooting in, so we were having to run power lines over there, we had no AC. Oh, wow. The toy box itself that we built, that we had brought up, there was this container, and of course we had, you know, the set decorators uh, get everything situated for us and, and have it look a certain way, and on that, that box... I would say June, July. Uh, you could get in there and put a wet rag on your head. You just had steam coming up. Wow! I mean, it was just ridiculously, ridiculously a hot summer. Uh-huh. And I had a couple. I, I had, I know, I had a couple of uh, pass outs just off that from getting dehydrated really bad. Mm. It was, it was an intense, it was an intense snow. And uh, but I think. The product. It was more about the the quality rather than the quantity. Right. I know. Yeah. Um, go ahead. Go ahead. Now, so I know a lot of people. You know, I'm in the ice business. When I say that, I deliver like the seven pound bags and twenty two pound bags of ice. These boxes are outside the stores. You know, for like picnics and stuff. And I know that when the second week of May comes. I am busy nonstop from May until September, Labor Day. And you mentioned about getting burned out. I know from the whole month of May almost, I work 16 hours a day, seven days a week. So what I'm trying to say is people always say to me, aren't you doing any reviews anymore? I said, I have no time. You know, I'm leaving at 7 o'clock in the morning, getting home at 11 o'clock at night. I go to bed and start all over again. So it's like... You know, that's my, you, if you haven't noticed, you can you can see it that in the summer, 
I have way less reviews or interviews to do because I don't have no time. And then all of a sudden, boom, when it slows up, then you can see that, oh, Grissom's back. <laughs> it works slow. <laughs> but, you know what I mean? But, you know, but, I mean, I mean it, it's, it's, I mean, it's just, it is what it is. You know what I mean? You get busy and I can imagine hundred, hell, I do know because I used to deliver ice in this hot weather up here, 104 degree temperature. And, and our trucks don't have AC either. So what we do, like, if I start getting nauseous, I'll go in the back of the truck, close the door, and I'll lay down in 18-degree temperatures to cool off. And it works. It works wonders. It gets, it gets that warm-up there on the East Coast. I oh, yeah. It got above, like, 80 degrees. No. Oh, <laughs> oh no. And Pennsylvania gets hot. It gets hot. Oh, wow. Wow. Yep. But then again, it's all that I, I, climate stuff, or hell it's called. I mean... Last winter yeah, was warm. I totally, I get, I, I totally get that. I mean, it's, it's a lot, you know. I mean, and then literally, you get your job after giving me a year off that I had, and I'm saying, hey, well, we need you to do this, we need you to do this, and I mean, I was going Austin, San Antonio, Dallas, Waco, or Waco, uh, yeah. Corpus, and it was just, it was a nonstop travel, and it really, that really cut into a lot of the. The, the time of me getting to really edit because what time I did get it was like 30 minutes here you know the weekend would come I'd have to leave and travel so then during the week when I get home it's like you know I'm trying to bump in you know at least 30 minutes for an hour a night trying to you know put stuff together and capture and, and get everything put together but you know we it, it, I'm, I'm glad you liked the trailer I looked at it you know it looks it, it has that 80s Resemblance to like you're watching a VHS tape, yeah, and that that the creep factor. Yeah, I thought that would look it would look good for the films. Yep, yeah, no, you, you, it was nice. I, mean, I checked it out a couple times because the first time I did it, I was on the road and I was in between stops. I looked at it real quick. Oh shit, I, I bring it because I I, I I end up watching the whole damn thing, and then I'm you know in, in this business right now, you can't waste too much time because you never know what traffic you're going to run into, but. <laughs> <laughs> But then again, but then again, it, if I'm stuck in traffic, then I definitely can watch the whole damn thing. So what the hell? <laughs> well, I can tell you a quick story. Um, I, you know, I'm in the 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 borderline CDL trucks, and we had the lift gates, you know, and the lift gate broke at one of my stops. I had to sit there for four hours until a mechanic came, and it's like two hours from my house. So you know what I did? I posted on Facebook. Anybody want short films reviewed? Let me know. Three people sent me some short films. So I was watching them while I'm waiting for the mechanic to come. I watched from my iPhone. You gotta, you gotta use. You gotta tell totally you use your time wisely. <laughs> iPhones come in handy. Let me tell you, it was nice. Don't let anybody tell you that you don't have time management skills. <laughs> Man, it was four hours, but it, it seemed like two. When you're watching, so watching that movie, oh damn! <laughs> I improvised, damn it. That's right. Yeah. So um, now I don't want to put you in the spot here. So when is possibly startup again? Um, startup. Right now, we're looking at getting the underbelly of the music done. Um, that starts back up around the 14th. And then that's going to be gone for about three months out of out of my hands. 
from that point, then it'll come back, then we'll start back into ADR. So ADR is probably going to be at least two months. And after that, it's it's pretty much, that'll be pretty much completion. Um, the color correction, all that stuff, I mean, that's all being pretty much done. Uh, we're in Arizona. And so uh, all that's going to be left is, is getting uh, the, the ADR work finished up with it. Nice. So I would imagine probably by end of summer we should be pretty much damn near completed to where we've got the product that I'm completely happy with. And then from that point, then I'll start setting up to get everybody to, on the, the bandwagon to start putting together the premiere. And then, as like I said, we've got, we've got, I know we have one company that's, that's, wanting to see it right now that's, a, that's distribution wise and uh, they've asked for first crack to look at it and oh, wow. uh, I've already I've already pretty much agreed to them that they would get first crack but uh, I think the people that put the time and the effort into it there, there will be a premiere I'm not going to keep that from them right and uh, I was pretty I was very upfront with them and I said you'll have first crack at it but I am going to do a premiere because I want um, why are they that put their blood, sweat, and tears into it to at least be able to see the completed, finished product? And whether they like it, they don't like it, it was my vision, it's what I saw in right. my movie. And I want, I, I, I think everybody was on gameplay with me that they liked the vision of it. Um, and people that were really not understanding what was kind of happening with it after seeing the trailer we're like wow you know okay we get it we get the point now so Good. And, and that's that's what matters you know but yeah so um, again you know I'm glad that you contacted me well actually I didn't really no offense didn't know who you were because you actually were off Facebook for a year you said um, yeah. well off the record you said that but um, then when you commented on something well it was um, yeah the whole was trail yeah, yeah Chuck. Yeah, and then that's when we connected. So it's, it means Facebook is a crazy thing because uh, you know you were on there for a while, I was on there for a while, and it's amazing how you meet, talk, interview, and then you got a a good old relationship. Let's put it that way. Yeah, I mean uh, Chuck. You know Chuck. Chuck Norfolk is a good friend. Um, he's really he's stepped up the bar. I mean he was. And Chuck was another one that was around for three quarters of my movie. I mean, he was there every weekend, you know, bumping, grinding, helping me. He did a lot of grip work. Um, and he, you know, he's he's a loyal, good friend. And I'm very grateful for him. So yeah. I, I try to promote out anything I can do to help him out. Yep. And he had a badass, disgusting comedy. Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, I watched the trailer and I was like, "What'd you think?" I was like, "Dude, I fucking love it." You know, Joe Grisotti was great. <laughs> um, <laughs> stop that! That's annoying. You know, he kept doing that in the movie. Like, damn it! A funny annoying, mind you, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. uh yeah, you got. If you're getting a chance to see that, you got to see it because there's a, there's some funny parts in there. Oh my god, the bathroom <laughs> scene is the funniest. 
Yeah, one of the funny I look, ones. I'm, I'm actually looking forward to seeing it. <laughs> but yeah, Chuck. Yeah, we're going to do an interview sometime down the road. I guess he wants to wait. But um, that'd be an interesting interview too. So what I'll do then is I'll I'll do a Texas Invasion tour part two, and I'll grab some more Texas filmmakers and do it yeah, again. Just, just make sure it's not part two electric boogaloo because then nobody's going to want to do it. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're totally good. <laughs> <laughs> I'll stay away from the big H too. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you're funny. <laughs> no, not really. But um, is there anything else you wanna wanna spit out? You know, um, I just um, I just want to put out there that the cast, everybody that helped me to bring this to life. Um, I mean, I know uh, Joe Grisotti, one of them, um, Mark Isaacs, um, Kelly Burns. Um, Dana Walsh, uh, just, you know, I mentioned some people earlier, and I, I'm grateful that I had them to work with. They they made my job so much easier on getting it filmed. Um, I'm, I'm grateful, very humbled that I'm getting to try to get this back out there, and I just would, I just want everybody to kind of know that it wasn't that I sat there and tried to procrastinate. I have a job. And the film is is being completed. I think everybody that's going to see it is going to be totally, totally pleased. I think with the with the overall end product, the overall end product, right? Because there was a lot, there was a lot of a lot of blood put into it, a lot. Yeah. And that, but you know, totally metaphorically speaking. But uh, I totally think that that everybody that worked on it, I'm I'm hoping they're going to come out, come to the premiere, see it. And um, then we can all move on and do, you know, more yeah. shit. Yeah, but I, about. I can imagine what Jeremy James Douglas Norton's going to look like in this film after watching him. Uh, yeah, that he wasn't the haunted trailer. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, you you get to see you get to see a couple of shots of him in the trailer, and he's he's aged up. I mean, Christy Bowl did a phenomenal job. Um, it, it was it was really interesting to see latex being put on in the deadbeat middle of summer and watching it just kind of slide down and melt and you know we had fans going in front of him with the nice chest open and you know freaking you know trying to get the the coldness on him it was it was a lot of work and uh, I I couldn't have done it I couldn't have made the film without all these people and I know that and right. uh that's about it, man. I mean, I'm, I'm grateful. Yeah, um, I noticed you have Julian, Donnie Bowes, Denise mm-hmm. Williamson, Casey, mm-hmm. Casey James. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. That's, that's all, 101, <laughs> all 101 on, on the IMDb. <laughs> that was actually, I should have said, I was singing actually Casey Jones, but you, you got the point. Um, <laughs> Charlotte Biggs. Larry yep. Wade Carroll, Rebecca Torres, uh, Karina yep. Junker, and that dickheaded news cameraman, um, Chuck Norfolk. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Courtney Rose. Chuck will take that with the judge. Uh, Michelle Colburn as a carpenter. Um, Julie. <laughs> Actually, that's Michael Colburn. 
I know that. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you caught that. Wow, I'm amazed. <laughs> Anyways, you know I'm not a total moron, you know. Okay, you keep telling yourself that, but whatever, we'll move on. <laughs> no, but uh, it, was, it was great having you on. Um, I'm me. I like to have fun, and you know, fuck it, it's fun. Yeah, it was. Hate me, was. hate me or love me. That's it. <laughs> there is no in between. <laughs> Chuck, I was only kidding, buddy. I mean, you're a good news cameraman, okay? Uh, your haunted no, trailer. No. Yep, his little haunted trailer. I bet you he lives in that trailer, don't he? Uh, no, actually, <laughs> he's got a pretty righteous-looking house. <laughs> Sorry, Chuck. Busted your balls again. I apologize. Oh, God. See, I'm, I'm on a roll now. I better stop. But, um... I'll get more, more people pissed off at me. Eee. Anyways, um, it was great having you on here. Um, can't wait to look for the final product. And uh, keep in touch. Anything that you want to uh, want me to know about, to help out with, just feel free to ring, ring, and I'll do it. <laughs> After I did that, I heard a car alarm go. I mean, that door. <laughs> That's, those are all my little sound effects. Pay no attention to that. Oh. <laughs> brain working, brain working. Is that what it is? <laughs> yeah. That was my little epiphany moment. My name is Michael, not Michelle. <laughs> all right, buddy. Thanks a lot for coming on. Uh, you're you're a fun dude to talk to. So uh, I appreciate it, man. Thank you very much for the opportunity. No problem. You keep in touch. All right. You too, bud. See Bye-bye. ya.